I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. The more specific you can get, the better. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has a relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. All my coaching programs are now open at workonyourgameuniversity.com. We have self-directed learning where you can get access to 37 plus courses. That's over 2,800 lessons that I have created over the years. You can take them at your own pace and you get lifetime access to all of them. That's one level. Next level is the group coaching programs. I have the Bulletproof Mindset program and the branding and business program where you get live Zoom calls with me where I do a training and an open Q&A and you get the community access, member-only community where you can make those connections and build relationships with other people who are on the same journey as you and are like-minded individuals that are just as serious as you are about working on their game. Third level is the third day mastermind. That is the only place that I offer one-on-one coaching that is for high-level professionals and entrepreneurs who want the personalized direct attention straight from me not part of a group or working with me one-on-one. All three levels, you can get access, you can get all details, and you can get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's workonyourgameuniversity.com. You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, You get a huge dose of personal initiative. What is that? That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, actually, especially yourself, to go make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. Then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, mentalities, techniques, all under the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is who, what, and why. This that I'm going to break down here today is your framework for selling to your ideal client. Now, I'll explain exactly what all of that means in a moment. First, let me tell you that I send out a daily motivation text every single day that I want you to receive. So here's what I need you to do to help me help you. All you got to do is text me at this number, 305-384-6894. Once you send me a text there, you'll be confirmed. And every day you're going to receive a daily motivation message, a quick text message, length message from me, free of charge, every day straight to your phone is going to keep you focused, sharp, and on point, guaranteed, or your money back. All you got to do is text me at my number. I just gave it to you, 305-384-6894. It's also listed down below in case you forgot it. Make sure you text me so you get the next one coming out either this morning or tomorrow morning, whenever you happen to be listening to the show. So this topic, who, what, and why? This is something that I have been working with 
uh, members of my Bulletproof Mastermind on a lot when it comes to helping them put together their frameworks. So there are a lot of people in Mastermind right now who are building their brands, building their personal brands. They are selling things online. A lot of several solopreneurs, a lot of entrepreneurs, also people who are just out there selling their stuff. And they need to make it clear through their marketing and through their presentation online, i.e., their social medias, their websites, the content that they put out, exactly who they help, what they help them do, and why those people would actually want it. That is, I just gave you away everything that we're going to talk about here today. But I'm going to explain all of that in this episode here. This is your framework for selling your ideal clients. Any of you who is unfamiliar with this this concept of framework. I explained frameworks in episode, first time where I talked about frameworks was episode number 1440, mastering the skill of organized knowledge. That's all a framework is. It's taking your knowledge and organizing it in such a way that a person who does not know what you know can at least understand what it is that you're giving them. Now, they're not going to understand everything you know through your framework, but they can understand what you're giving them. If any of you's ever read a book, there's a framework. The framework in a book is what we call the table of contents. If any of you have ever taken a college course, there's a framework. That framework is called a syllabus. If any of you have ever gone to a gone to like a Broadway show or a play, there's a framework. The framework is called the playbill. What is that? And they're telling you everything that they're going to give you and they're organizing it in such a way that you can follow along. That's all it is. That's all a framework is. And there are frameworks for everything. And anyone who is successful at what they do in a duplicatable, repeatable way, they are using a framework. They might not call it a framework, but they are using a framework. So what I'm going to give you here today is the framework for how you position yourself and your material for how you're going to sell your ideal client. Now, is there anyone who doesn't understand anything I just said? If you don't, just rewind it and listen to it again. Point number one, topic once again is who, what, and why. Number one, who do you want to help and what problem are you solving? Now, this is not the what, this is just the who. All right. Who do you want to help and what problem of theirs are you solving? This is a very important question that, and, and it sounds like a very simple one, right? For those of you who are not in the market of creating a framework, those of you who are not trying to do anything like you're not trying to write books or do speaking gigs or coach anybody one-on-one, let me ask you, doesn't this seem like a pretty simple question? Doesn't it seem like a very obvious thing to ask yourself if you're going to sell anything in the world? I don't care if you're selling it online, offline, however you're doing it. If you're going to sell something, you probably want to know who you're selling it to and what problem you're solving with your offer, with your product, your service, your goods, whatever it is you're offering, right? Doesn't it seem, this sounds pretty obvious, right? At least it sounds obvious now that I told you, right? Now, here's the thing. There's something that I've noticed is very interesting. Actually, it's more, and it's more frustrating than interesting is that there are a lot of thought leaders, uh, intellectual property sales people out there who have never even thought of this question, let alone can they answer it when you ask them. Who are you helping and what problem are you solving? Isn't that amazing? There are a lot of people out there with podcasts. They write books. They want to do speaking gigs. They want to coach people one on one. They want to do all of this intellectual property, thought leadership stuff. But if you ask them, all right, let's look at the things that you're offering. All right, this book you have here, this product you have here, this course, who is this for and what problem does it solve? They can't answer the question. This podcast right here, who is this for? This show is for a person who wants to maximize their potential. That's who the show is for. That's a pretty broad, broad audience, but there's a pretty broad audience to the show. You'd be surprised to notice. Maybe, maybe, maybe you would. But what problem do I solve? Well, I'll tell you at the beginning of every show, showing up every day, people who want to get better at showing up every day, people who want to 
put themselves out there boldly and offensively, but maybe they're not doing it right now. Maybe they just don't have the confidence to do so. People who have dealt with setbacks and they want to figure out how can I keep going despite the fact that I'm facing setbacks or people who want to stop sitting around and waiting for things to happen to them in life or in business. And they want to actually go start making things happen in life or in business. I, I lay it out for you every single day. I tell you what problems I'm solving every single day on the show. Now, who I'm solving them for? Well, listen, I got people who listen to the show all the way from uh, financial people working in the financial world to people who ride horses for a living to teenagers who are trying to make their JV basketball team to grandparents who listen to the show and they pass it on to their grandkids. I have a, there's a very broad audience of people who listen to the show. And if you look at the topics here, you notice that and I jump around. There are different topics I talk about every single day. So I don't try to narrow exactly who can listen to the show. I put it out there for anybody to get because the topics that I talk about can range for a lot of different people. Now, if you look at my offerings, the stuff that I put out, you read my emails, you notice not everything I put out is going to be specifically for you, but some things I put out are specifically for you. So I have different uh, verticals and different audiences that I serve just because of the eclecticness, if that's a word, I just made it up, if not, eclecticness of you know, what I've offered over the last the damn near going on 20 years here. So who do you want to help and what problem are you solving? With any specific offering, you should be able to answer this question. Who do you help? And so let me, let me tell you one of mine as an example, just so you understand. The more specific you can get, the better, by the way. Because then you'll know exactly who you're targeting. It'll be very easy for you to, number one, make sure that they know that you're talking to them. And number two, it'll be much easier for you to speak their language because you're only talking to a specific, very specific person. So, for example, I have a book called The Overseas Basketball Blueprint, and I have three other books on overseas basketball. One of them is about exposure camps. Another one is about basketball agents. And another one is about the business side of the game. Those books are called, uh, I forgot the name of the agent's book. <laughs> and, uh, the one's called The Truth About Overseas Basketball Exposure Camps. There's one about how to get a basketball agent. Another one's called Overseas Basketball Seekers. But those four books are all about overseas basketball. Everything you need to know about playing professional basketball overseas is covered in those four books. Now, who is that for? The Overseas Basketball Blueprint and the subsequent books are for a specific person. Here's the person. This is the basketball player who believes he or she is a professional caliber player, yet they are not playing professional basketball. They're just not playing yet. They want to play, they haven't gotten on yet. That's the who and what problem am I solving? I'm solving the problem of them feeling as if they have a lot of talent and potential for basketball, yet they are not getting paid to play basketball. That's it. That's the who and the what. Pro-level player who's not playing pro, whose problem is they have the talent to play pro, but they're not actually doing it. I close that gap. I build the bridge for them between their talent and the pro jobs through those books. That's the overseas basketball blueprint. This is the first question. Now I'm out of the example now. This, who do you want to help and what problem are you solving? This is the first question that you need to ask. The first question you ask is not. Here's the question that many people ask first, and this is a incorrect strategy. They're doing things out of order is most people ask themselves, what do they want to offer? What do I want to offer other people? But that's not the first question you should ask. The first question is, who am I going to help? When you know who you want to help and what problem you are solving, then you can move on to the, what do you want to do for them? So your first step, observe the landscape and identify a problem to be solved. The good thing with doing this as your first step is that every human being on the planet has at least one problem. There's nobody who's listening to this right now who has zero problems. Everyone who's listening to this right now, there is someone out there 
who is selling something that could solve a problem that you have at this exact moment. That's an absolute fact, including myself. Everybody has a problem that can be solved by somebody. Now, your job as a salesperson is to not try to solve every single person's problem that you come across, but your job is to figure out whose problem do you want to solve that you are capable of solving because you can't solve every single problem. For example, I know someone right now who is looking for a home in Miami. They want to buy a house in South Florida. Now, I know that they have this as a problem. And I know I also have a pretty good idea how much they want to spend on that house. I know about this. I know the information. They told me directly. The thing is, though, for me, is that I'm not going to try to solve that problem because I don't have the skill set to solve that problem. I'm not interested in solving that problem. However, if there's a basketball player out there who believes he's good enough to play pro, but he doesn't have a contract yet, I can help them solve that problem by sending them to balloverseas.com so they can get their free copy of my book, The Overseas Basketball Blueprint. So understand, you don't have to solve every problem. Your job is to figure out what problem, wait, who's the person you want to help? And what problem do they have that you want to solve? And you want to ideally pick, in, pick a space in which there are a lot of people with that problem that you can keep solving it over and over and over again. You don't want to solve one tiny little specific problem right now and then there's nothing else to do for that ever in the future. For example, back uh, 20 plus years ago, let's say around 1999, a lot of people were talking about the Y2K bug. And those of you who are old enough, you remember this. Everyone's talking about all right, the Y2K bug. What is that? It was the theory was that when the clock, the calendar rather, turned to January 1st, the year 2000, that a lot of computerized systems would falter in there would be complete chaos because all the systems that we had up to that point were saying like 19 or even from the 1700s, 1800s, everything was set up 19, 91, 92, 93, 94, 95. And then when everything turned to 2000, the computers were just having a brain aneurysm because nobody was expecting us to get to the year 2000, I guess. So all the systems will have to be reworked and fixed and it would be complete bedlam. And who knows, there'd be spaceships flying around and Martians would take over the planet because of this Y2K bug that was going to smash and destroy all of us as soon as we got to January 1st, the year 2000. And those of you old enough, you remember this. Y2K bug was an actual news story at the time. Now, if your business was, let's just say I started a, a software company where I would go to companies and say, listen, is your software ready for the year 2000 so that when the systems turn over from 1999 to 2000, your systems don't go hay haywire and they those can still communicate smoothly with each other. I'm sure there were companies out there who didn't have their system set up for the year 2000, 2001, and all the way up to you know, 2022, like we're in now. I'm sure there were companies who had this problem. So if I, I started a software company to solve that issue, that'd be great. And I'd make probably good money at that time. The problem is, as soon as I got done helping all those companies, or all those companies got helped by somebody, now what do I do? So that was a, a market that would eventually dry up. So you want to pick a market that you can continually solve a problem over and over again. So try to look for a problem that someone is either that person is going to have the problem over and over again. For example, if you sell food, all right, the person will always have the problem of wanting something to eat. All right, you'll, they'll never run out of that problem until they die. Or a problem where once you help that person, there's another wave of people coming in right behind them who's going to have the same issue. An example of that would be, let's say, students getting out of college with student loan debt. And you want to help them reconsolidate the loan to get a low payment so they can eventually pay it off at some point, maybe in their 50s. They can pay off that student, those, that student loan debt. Then every year, there's another group of college graduates who are going to have student loan debt for the foreseeable future until you no know, colleges crash. Eventually, the college bubble will burst. And then those student loan debt refinances, they're going to have to find new work. But you get the point that I'm making here, right? 
So we're still on point number one. The topic is who, what, and why. And this first point, who do you want to help and what problem are you solving? This is the first question. So observe the landscape, identify a problem. The good thing, everybody has a problem. When you identify another person's problem, you immediately have their attention. And I should add to that sentence. When you identify another person's problem and you communicate that you know their problem, then you have their attention. You don't even have to have the solution yet. As long as you communicate that you know what their problem is, they're listening. And every human being has at least one problem. And here's one more thing you should know about this. And this is why this is the first question you should ask yourself is who you want to help? What's the problem? People will pay anything to solve a problem that is big enough or acute enough. If that problem is large enough that they can't focus on anything else, they will pay anything to solve it. Or if that problem is specific enough to an area of their life that is important enough to them, they will pay anything to solve it. So for example, let's say a problem that's big enough. I remember when I was in college, I had, I used to eat a crazy amount of candy. I mean, a ridiculous amount of candy. And when I was in college, I wasn't even going to the dentist regularly. So I would get these toothaches. I remember one night I had a toothache that was so bad. In the middle of the night, it was like two o'clock in the morning. I woke up out of my sleep. I couldn't even sleep. The toothache was so bad. And I drove to the local grocery store where I you know where I was at in school in Altoona, Pennsylvania. And I had to buy some, um, I don't even know what you call it. I forget the name of the stuff. Good thing I forgot what it's called because I had bought it before that you put on your gums to numb the gum because the pain was so strong because I'd been eating so much candy on that side of my mouth. And I still remember how that felt at that time. That was a very big problem. I could not focus on anything else until I solved that problem. So I was willing to pay. It didn't cost a lot of money. The, the stuff that I bought was maybe, who knows, $4, $7, something like that. But I paid. That company made some money because they were solving a problem that was so big that I could not do anything else until that problem got solved. And eventually I went to the dentist and I paid them to solve that problem. I spent thousands of dollars at the dentist uh, getting my teeth fixed because I messed my teeth up by eating so much candy and not going to the dentist for some time in those years. But that was a big problem that blocked me from focusing on anything else. An acute problem that maybe you can do other things, but you're so focused on that problem that you probably don't want to do anything else. You, you kind of conflate these in a, uh, in a way is let's say you have uh, the family dog and the family dog is very sick or the dog broke its leg or the dog has some kind of issue and everybody in the family is worried about the dog because the dog is like a, when the dog is part of the family is almost like a, another human, right? And you will spend any amount of money to help that dog get well, or at least try to help that dog get well. So a veterinarian who can cure that dog, or at least try to cure that dog can charge really high prices. And the family who's paying for it doesn't really care how much it costs. This is like saving the life of a person who is part of their family. So when a problem is big or acute enough, the price does actually not even matter. When you identify another person's problem, you immediately have their attention. Point number two, topic once again is who, what, and why. Now that you identify who you're going to help and what their problem is, here's the, the real what. What will you help them do and how are you going to help them do it? So the first one is who and what. The second question is what and how. What do you help them do and how, what is your process for helping them do it? So this process here, point number two. The result, the answer to this question, rather, needs to be an outcome that your ideal client or customer both needs and wants, not what you want to give them. There's a big difference between what you want to give them and what they actually want. And if you're a good salesperson, understand that what you sell is not what you want to sell. It's what they want. And I want to let that one sink in. 
And this needs to be an outcome. What is the result that they get? Remember that even though you're the salesperson, you're the expert, you're the, the shiny face on the TV screen, nobody cares about what you want. You might think they do, but they really don't. So your job as a salesperson is to make everything that you talk about all about them, i.e. your who, that who that you're helping, make everything about that person, make everything about their desires. Whether you agree with their desires or not is immaterial. In other words, it does not matter. Nobody cares what you think. All they care about is if you can solve their problem. When you speak to another person's desires, they will be open to your offering before you even make the offer, because this is a need that you are fulfilling. And they have already, they already had the need. They just haven't found a solution yet. So you're offering the solution. All right, they're already thinking in their minds how they can say yes to it. In other words, all right, let me just find out how much this costs so I can pay for it. Let me find out how I can justify paying for this because I already know the price. Let me find out how I can explain this to my wife because I'm definitely doing this. That's all they're thinking in their mind at that point. Once you uncover that, you can actually solve their needs based on their desires. Again, not on your desires, but based on their desires. So this requires you as a salesperson to step out of yourself and step out of your own ego. Stop thinking about what you want and start thinking about what they want. This is a key skill if you want to sell anything, by the way. It's not thinking about yourself, but thinking about the person that you're selling. The more you think about them, the more you can get what you want. As the, to paraphrase the late, great Zig Ziglar, help enough people get what they want, you can get everything. And I do mean everything that you want. Make it all about them. And this is how you get them open to your offering before you even told them what it is. They just needed a solution. And here you are, the solution. Perfect timing. Your job is to demonstrate that you understand their need and that you can solve it. That's it. Those are only two jobs if you want to sell anything in life. So I just broke down everything you need to know about sales here in 20 minutes. Identify who you want to help. Identify a problem that is big or acute for them that they can't not pay attention to. Then you make it clear to them that you understand that problem and then make it clear that you can solve it. And then just make sure you're telling the truth. All right, don't be lying that you can solve it and then you can't solve it. As long as you can, you say you can solve it and then you prove that you can, or you go, you'll make a sale. Those are five points right there. Somebody should write that down. Make it easy for them to say yes. If you follow everything I just told you, it's very easy for them to say yes. Now, the last part is you actually delivering and proving that you actually can solve their problem. You do that, then they'll just keep coming back to you over and over again. They will refer their friends and you will have a steady stream of business for, you know, for as long as you plan on doing it. As long as you pick the right market. Everybody following me so far. Let's move on to point number three. Today's topic, once again, is who, what, and why. This is a framework for selling your ideal clients. First of all, figuring out, then selling your ideal clients. Number three, why do they want it? And what will this solution do for them? So here's another step here to go into your sales process. So the first thing, identify the person. Second, identify what they want. Third, identify what you identify that you understand it. Fourth, identify that you had a solution. Now, fifth, here it is. Find out why they want this solution. Why does it matter to them? What is it going to do for them? What is the meaning for them that will drive them to action? Now, you might be thinking to yourself, well, Dre, didn't you just talk about that? That they have this big acute problem. And if it's big enough or acute enough that they will pay anything to solve it. Why are you asking? Why are we asking this question again? Why do we need to answer the question of why they want it and what it's going to do for them. Well, I'm going to tell you why. Here's why. Human beings, that's me and you, we buy things based on our emotions and we justify those purchases based on logic. So your job at this point, because all we did through the first two points is we logically understand their problem. We logically understand how we can solve it. And hopefully we help them understand it. But 
often this is not enough to move somebody to action. And let me prove it to you. How many of you right now have a problem in your life that you logically know the solution to the problem? You know exactly what needs to happen to solve that problem, and it is within your capabilities to do it. But you're not doing it. Let me say it again. I want to make sure you heard me because everybody who's listening is laughing at themselves right now because, you know, I'm telling you the truth. How many of you listen to this right now? Let me just say you personally. You have a certain issue in your life that you know needs to be addressed. You also know exactly how to address it, or at least you have a pretty good idea of how to address that issue. It might work, it might not, but you know what needs to happen. Yet, despite the fact that you know this is an issue and you know what to do about it, you aren't doing it. Every single person who's listening to me right now is laughing in spite of yourself because I'm talking about you. Every single one of us has this issue that we logically know how to solve a problem. Maybe not every problem in our lives, but we logically know how to solve at least some of them. And we ain't doing a damn thing about it. And let me tell you why. I just told you human beings make decisions based on emotion and we justify our decisions based on logic. If everything we did in life was based on logic, then the world would be run by computers because computers are smarter and more consistent than us, and they are indefatigable. They don't get tired like human beings do. They don't need to go to sleep. So the reason humans run the world and not computers is because of emotion, because of ration, rationalization, because of these irrational things that we as human beings do to computers that they don't have this problem. So your job is to figure out the emotional reason why this person wants to do something about a problem. And let me give you a hint. Even if you can logically show somebody why they should do something, they're not going to do it until or unless you can show them why they should do it emotionally. And if you can show someone why to do something emotionally, it doesn't even have to make sense logically. They will figure out a way to do it. So the emotion matters more than the logic. So your job then is to dig into the emotional reason for why this person wants this result. Emotion drives action 10 times more than logic drives action. Let me say that again for the people who were not listening. Emotion drives action 10 times more than logic drives action. So your question that you need to answer and you need to find out the answer for, actually, they can answer. What does solving this problem do for them emotionally? You need to figure out what that is. You need to uncover it. Is. You don't need to figure it out. Uncover what is the emotional reason behind them wanting to solve this problem. They're looking at the thing that you're selling. There's probably some emotion behind it. Now, I'm not saying that no human being makes any logical decisions. We all make logical decisions from time to time in our lives. But the most important stuff in our lives, the reason it's important is because there's an emotion attached to it, the period. That's absolute fact. Things that are most important to us are things that we have some emotion attached to for whatever reason. And again, emotional reasons do not need to make logical sense. And repeat that again for you salespeople, please listen to this. This is a key to your sales career. The emotional reason that people make purchases need not make logical sense. Damn sure it doesn't have to make logical sense to you because all your job is, is to sell it. All right. You don't have to logically explain it. All you got to do is sell it. Our right, number one rule of sales is get the money. <laughs> all right. Emotion drives action 10 times more than logic does. Why does solving this problem help them emotionally? You need to know what that is because that's what you're going to use to move them to action. And moving them to action is not a manipulation, by the way. Moving someone to action for something that will actually solve their problem is the best thing that you can do to help another person. I'm repeat myself again. I'm repeat myself a lot in today's episode. Let me do it again. Using someone's emotion to move them to action to solve their problem is not manipulation. It is you helping them help themselves. 
When you can accept that and ingrain that mentality and start living that mentality in your sales work, then your sales will triple in half the time. You must uncover that emotional trigger. The better you understand your prospect's emotional reasons that go underneath the logic. And most people, when they explain to you their problem, they'll tell you the logical stuff. Your job is to uncover the emotional stuff that's underneath the logic. All right. And some people will go through a whole lot of logic before they ever get to the emotion. Some people only have a few layers of logic and they'll go straight to the emotion. But every human being is different. So your job as a salesperson is to figure out all right, how far into the logic do I have to go before I get to the emotional part? When you get to the emotional part, now you know what's actually going to move them to action because logic very rarely moves a human being to action. At least not for anything that is that's going to require a little bit of a little bit of pain. And pain comes in different forms for different people. But when you know someone's emotional reasons, the better you can connect with them and better you can sell them. All right. Point number four. Last point. Today's topic, once again, is the who, what, why framework for selling your ideal clients. Number four, when you can align all three of these, you will make sales. Simple as that. When you fail to align all three of these, you will fail to make sales. Simple as that. Even if you feel like you have a great client or you have a great product or you feel like you're a very smooth talker or you have the, a beautiful website or your product is amazing and the price is perfect. If anything is not aligned properly, you will fail to make sales. Anytime you don't make a sale, one of these three things is out of alignment, at least in the eyes of your prospect. That's the only time you don't make a sale. Got that? When you don't make a sale, or when you don't align these three, rather, who, what, and why, you will struggle to make sales. Don't be discouraged, though. When you fail to make a sale, don't be discouraged. All you had to do is figure out which of these pieces needs to be changed and updated. And the best way to do that is to get help from somebody who can identify this framework and help you figure it out so you can do it strategically and logically, not emotionally. Now, again, on the sales side, you need to be logical, but you're going to use their emotion to move them to action. On the prospect side, they can be whatever they want. Everyone on the planet needs something. There's no one on this planet who everything in their life is just perfectly straight and aligned and everything is exactly as it needs to be. If there is, wait about two minutes and I guarantee you'll have a problem all over again. Everybody needs something. So if you are not making sales successfully, it's only because you just haven't found the right alignment of all three of these just yet. When you hit it, it will work. So don't quit. Just figure out how do I figure out this alignment? The best way you can do that is, again, get help from someone a fresh set of eyes who can see what you're doing and they understand this framework and they can help you figure it out. In my Bulletproof Mastermind, this is what we've been doing for weeks with outside of even the trainings that I do, but inside the member-only community and in the Q&A sessions on the calls, the live training calls I do every week is working on people's selling frameworks. Like, why is this not working? What piece is missing here? What is out of alignment? We've been doing this every single week in the group. So when you hit it, it will work. When you don't hit it, it won't work. Simple as that. Let's recap today's class, which is who, what, and why. This is a framework for selling your ideal client. Number one, who do you want to help and what problem are you solving? The more specific you can get, the better off you will be. This is the first question to ask. Do not ask what you want to sell. Nobody cares what you want to sell. People only care about their own problems. When you identify somebody's problem, you immediately have their attention. Number two, what will you help them do and how do you help them do it? This needs to be an outcome that they need and that they that they want, not just what you want to give them. Nobody really cares about what you want. They care about what they want. So make it about them and their desires. When you speak to somebody, when you speak to someone's desires, they will be open to your offering before you even tell them what the offering is. All you got to do is demonstrate that you understand their need and that you can solve it. Make it easy for them to say yes. Point number three, why do they want it? 
And what would it do for them? What is the meaning that drives them to action? Remember that humans are emotional creatures. We are driven more by emotion than we are by logic. We make decisions based on our emotions. We use logic just to come up with a rationalization for our irrational emotional decisions. Your offer must uncover an emotional trigger for them. The better you understand their emotional reasonings, the better you can move a person to action. And by the way, it is not manipulation to use someone's emotions to move them to action if you're using their emotions to move them to an action that will help them out. Now, if you're moving them to an action that's going to hurt them, that is manipulation. So it's an ethical thing for you. As long as you know you're using that emotion to move them to something that will help them out, then you should have no qualms about using someone's emotional triggers to move them to action. It's actually your moral obligation. Point number four, when you align all three of these, you will make sales. When you do not, you will struggle to make sales. Every human being on this planet has a need. Nobody on this planet has a perfect life. Everyone has something that they want to fix and make better. So that means you have potentially 8 billion potential customers on the planet. Your job is to figure out who of those 8 billion you want to help and what problem of those 8 billion do you want to actually solve. And every human, I don't know too many humans, you only have one problem. Most people got a bunch of them. So you got 8 billion times however many problems you think the average person has, probably a lot. So there is no shortage of opportunity out here. There's definitely no shortage of money. So if you're not making sales just because you have not found the right alignment of all three, but when you hit it, guaranteed it will work. Now, I want you to text me. Tell me the best insight you got from today's class or text me just to get my daily motivation text. My number is 305-384-6894. And if what you just heard today, this who, what, why framework, this sounds like something that you could use help with, something that will help you make more sales, get more clear on how you're marketing and promoting and selling yourself and your offerings, then I want you to join me in the Bulletproof Mastermind. Every week I'm doing a live training. We're talking business and mindset. There are other members in there who have experience in entrepreneurship and sales and business, including myself. And we help each other out. We bounce ideas off of each other. We work through each other's frameworks, build websites, build landing pages, build offerings. Make sure that your stuff is lined up the way that it needs to be so you can sell who you want to sell to. All of that's happening in a Bulletproof Mastermind. So if you want to get your stuff out there using this framework that I just explained and make sure that yours is aligned with your ideal person so that you can actually charge whatever you want and make what you want. I mean, isn't that what everybody wants? Then join me at Bullet- in the Bulletproof Mastermind. The link is down below. If you just go to workonyourgameuniversity.com, click on the button for Bulletproof Mastermind, you'll see the page. You can click the button and get started in the Mastermind right now and be on our next live training call. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused, and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get the daily motivation.